0: Now withstanding Section 1502 of this title, for purposes of this subchapter, the term Federal Mandate means any provision in statute or regulation or any federal court ruling that imposes an enforceable duty upon state, local, or tribal governments, including a condition of federal assistance or a duty arising from participation in a voluntary federal program. Here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee, Sure, your wonderful host, Damian. And today we're sitting in Lee Park, decided to take a little break from our recent spots and go back to the park. I believe they have a softball game. I parked away in the cut. It's beginning to be nightfall. I've got a um, some gas station coffee here from Speedway. I put about three chocolate caramels in and one hazelnut with three packs of sugar. It's a 20 ounce, sipping on a tall boy you're going to get into the situation. As you've heard from the intro, um, it's not going to be your average everyday podcast. We're going to get a little bit into the nuts and bolts of what's going on here in the States. I don't know what's happening in your country, but it looks like things are about to get a little crazy. So as you see, I've titled this one, It's Like Watching a train wreck because I'm going to give you a few examples of train wrecks in progress. And maybe throughout the... Uh, course of this podcast, you'll get a better idea of what it means when you say an expression like that. It's like watching a train wreck. A couple of short examples just to get you abreast on the situation. Let's say Nancy, your friend, is an alcoholic and Nancy likes to drink. She drinks on the weekends and you notice she wakes up and drinks. You know, that's her best way. That's her best cure for a hangover. But Nancy wasn't working before, but now Nancy's working. So you're like, how is Nancy, who's an alcoholic, going to stop drinking long enough to go to work? So it's like watching a train wreck because it's only a matter of time before the inevitable happens. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on with this whole COVID situation and then give you a few more examples of uh, train wrecks that are currently on route. So with that, let's take a sip. Oh, yeah, that's hot. Let's go. So as I was saying, uh, it's like watching a train wreck. You may hear that expression a lot when people are talking, when they're talking about somebody's behavior or maybe their own behavior, but it's like watching a train wreck. So when two tracks or two trains are on the track, and you see them going, and you see them getting ready to collide. Most of the time they show this scene, you know, they're over a high bridge, over a waterway, And you have a bridge, I mean a train coming from the left, you have a train coming from the right. And they're on a one-way course for destruction. They're going to collide in the middle, they're going to crash, and then they're going to fall over into the ocean, the river, or whatever this bridge is over. So it's something that's unavoidable because the trains have so much momentum behind them that it's very hard for them to stop. They can't stop on a dime. Cars don't even stop on a dime. So by the time they start applying the brakes, it's already too late. And everybody in that train, whatever cargo's on that train, it's going to get damaged or lost in the water. So what happens in life sometimes, um, people are on a certain course. Governments are on a certain course. Parties are on a certain course of action, a certain path. And it's only a matter of time before the inevitable happens. So as I read in the beginning, that federal mandate definition to give you an idea, this federal mandate action is happening over here on my side of town. So, seems the government is trying to impose its will on the people yet again. And what they're, you know, not failing to consider, because they most surely have considered it, but what they're not um, respecting, is stuff that this country was built on, freedom of choice. But now they're imposing mandates that people take this vaccination. Now, if people get vaccinated, that's their choice. If they don't want to get vaccinated. That's their choice. But to sit here and say, well, we're going to take your job from you, or we're going to not allow you to fly, we're not going to allow you to go to any federal buildings, meaning you can't go to like a DMV, post office, government, official stuff, courthouses, you know, anything that you have to do on an official level, they're going to inject their little mandate for this vaccination in the middle of it. So if you want to get anything done in the States, you're going to have to get the vaccination. Now, this is going to cause a lot of pushback. It's already causing pushback because everybody isn't on the bandwagon to just jump and get some unknown substance pumped into their body that it hasn't even proven itself yet. You know, people are still dying. If it was so effective, you wouldn't have six, seven, eight different vaccines on the market, right? And then having to go back and get doses, get boosters and all these things like this. So it's not even proven that the people that aren't sticking it in their arms could sit up there and make their own judgment calls and say what the rest of the country is going to do and then to say things like uh, getting impatient with the people or you're getting impatient with the people. You know That's a costly statement. Just cost them a lot of votes to say stuff like that. Now, I don't know how your country is handling this situation, but I imagine they're also making their own little mandates and imposing things or maybe they already have it pretty strict over there and you're probably like, what's, what's this guy even talking about? Well, here in this country, um, part of it, you know, the the good and the bad is the amount of freedom that we have. We can choose to do things or not do things, and then there's a little bit of a process, you know, a little deliberation, you know, a little, little dialogue before things happen or don't happen. I know in other countries and other places, you know, what the law says, goes, there is no pushback. You push back, you go missing. You know, it's just that simple. You know, nobody speaks out against this, nobody speaks out against that, like... This wouldn't even be heard of in some countries. But here in the States, this is one of our rights, freedom of speech. So we can say whatever we want. Um, But with that uh, and those other freedoms is the reason also, you know, a lot of people come here because you're free to practice, you know, whatever kind of religion you want. You want to carry a gun, you can carry a gun. I mean, you know, you want to have a baby, don't have a baby, you want to have a family, don't have a family, you want to have 15 kids, 18 kids, there's nobody telling you what you can and can't do. But now, you know, people are trying to rewrite the law and say, you're going to take this vaccination. And, you know, they're creating these choke points, these little squeeze points. So as long as, you know, whatever you have going on, you know, doesn't involve that, you know, you can sidestep things and then they also have this whole people making fake documents and fake vaccination cards i mean is it that serious people are going to do what they're going to do but i tell you what i tell you what if i get forced to do anything i don't want to do it's a no from me it's a no from me you know what i mean i don't care who it is what it is how big it is if you force people to do things it's a no you can forget about it so if you're forcing the country to get this injection, you can forget about getting any more votes. You could already hang up your your little, uh, whatever you want to call it, campaign because it won't be happening again, and hopefully whoever's the next person to get in there is a little better than the last situation we have, but if not, people will go for the other situation, whoever's sounding like they got some sense and not trying to force people to do things they don't want to do. There's a lot of people out there with health concerns. There's a lot of people out there with religious concerns. And these people are just trying to force things. So basically, that is an example of a train wreck waiting to happen because you're just watching it as they push and push and push for this agenda, pushing their agenda. And even on the smaller levels, they got, you know, every week at work, you get asked, have you been vaccinated? If so, where did you get it? And when did you get it? They're trying to incentivize people to get vaccinated. It's a whole bunch of this rigmarole. But you know, there's so many vaccines out there in the world, what's to say after you do this one there's not another one coming so right now it's covid and let's say next year shoot five years from now it's some some new polio or something's come out and they're like you have to get vaccinated you have to get vaccinated do we do i do you does he does she no this is just your agenda your fear is making people get vaccinated for something that they're not even that concerned about. You know, people have their own life in their own hands. They've been living on this earth 60 years, 70 years, 20 years, five years, however long they've been here. Don't you think it's well enough and good that if they wanted to do, if they want to do something like that, they'll do it. But if they've been living this long and they haven't had the need for any of that, why are they concerned about it now? And why are you making them do that? Imagine taking your 67 year old grandma off the couch, right? 67 years old. She's, she's old. She's seen a lot eating a lot of food, been sick, maybe had cancer, whatever. And now you want to stick her with this shot that is not 100% effective and has not proven any significant results. It's just speculation at this point. I mean, you're going to need more than a few months to determine whether something's working or not. And then nobody still has even explained why they didn't lie or why they lied about it in the beginning. Like you just saw this coming. Like we all just found out this at the same time. You just now found out. This is a pandemic, you know, I'm speaking back last, last year, like they're acting like it's news. Oh, pandemic, like there was nobody watching this develop in other parts of the world, other treatments and things like this. And now you're reacting. So they're not, they weren't proactive. It wasn't a proactive approach. This is a reactive approach. It's kind of a little late. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like somebody passing gas, right? At a party. Once the gas has been passed, you're just going to have to deal with the smell, right? There's nothing you can do about it. It's already done. You know, it's already been dealt. Everybody's been dealt a nasal blow. You know, you just got to deal with the fumes until it dissipates. So what they're trying to do is, let's just say somebody technically passed gas with this whole COVID thing. Okay, the gas is out. And now you're trying to stick it back up somebody's keister or whatever. It's a little late for that. There's no time to come up with a vaccine for it. It's just it's already going to run its course. It's already going to run its course. It's already done. There's nothing you could do about it. This isn't a fire, you know, in somebody's lawn or somebody's yard or something like that. You can't even put out the fires in California. So I don't know what, you know, you're expecting to get from this little vaccine. You definitely not get any more votes after this, you know, except from the sheep. Sheep, sheep always do as they're told. But um, like I said, that's one train wreck. Let's take a break and go to another one. So as you know, my line of work I come across a lot of different situations, different behaviors. Some people have struggles with interacting with others, communication skills seems to be a big one. People underestimate the power of good communication, being able to clearly express your idea, your thoughts to another person so that they understand in a comprehensible form without enraging them or having them put up their defensive barriers. So. One of the things out there that people struggle with, you know, there's no names here, just people in general that I've seen over the years have been doing this 20 years or so, um, is foul language. Now, there's a time and place for foul language. You know, you want to cuss, you know, you want to swear, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, cool. When you're with your friends, you know, joking with your friends, whatever, you're watching a movie, you stub your toe in the middle of the night. Somebody makes you mad at the light, yeah, you can cuss them out, do whatever you want, express yourself how you want, freely, freedom of speech, right? But here's the thing there are certain venues, areas, and situations where there are social norms. There's social norms everywhere. You go to a football game, you expect everybody to shout, you expect people to be loud, you expect people to stand up at the seat, you expect people to be drunk and obnoxious, expect people to be packed in like sardines. You expect that. These are the social norms. So you dress accordingly, you behave appropriately, you are ready for the action. Now, when you walk into an office setting, right, and you're going in and you're requesting things, you're asking for a handout, you know, some type of government assistance, some type of financial program, federal student loan, whatever you're trying to get, you want something from someone you have to come correct, so your social skills, you know, the cues and, and, and behaviors that you exhibit are going to be that of respect, that of uh, being proper, you know, you, you courteous, respectful speech, you're not in there, cussing people out, you're not in there, just saying stuff that you would say on the street, so I've got a train wreck in progress that I'm observing, and, you know, I've tried to apply brakes to the train wreck, I've sat there, I've spoken to the situation, I've addressed certain things in their social behaviors that may not be appropriate for their long-term vision, but they're having a difficult time coping with this because this is new information to them. They've been speaking and acting and doing these things for so many years, and they don't see where there's an issue. They feel that because they want to express themselves this way, that the world is supposed to adjust around them, the whole world. You know, not just one or two people, the whole world, every person they encounter is supposed to just conform and deal with their way of expression. Like it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. Now you could, you could be like that if you have everything under control and you're not asking for help. But when you're asking for help, there's a certain way that you do it. It also depends on what entities you're dealing with. You know, you're dealing with your friends or whatever. Hey man, let me, let me get $5. Okay, cool. You don't want to give me $5? Well, you know what you could do with that, right? Cool. That's, that's the thing. But when you're dealing with like a government or a bank and you're in there like, oh, I'd like to borrow $15,000 to open a small business. Um, they're going to speak to you. They're going to ask you a lot of questions. They're going to go in depth because they're giving you money, right? You want something from them. They're giving you money to help you achieve your goals, to help you build your business. But when they ask you these questions and your response is, why do you need to know that? Nobody else asked this. You're, you're trying to get too much in my business. And this is this, uh, you're going to be promptly asked to leave, exit the building and never come back again. This is ha- this is the this is the dialogue you have to deal with. You have to answer the questions. You have to play the game unless you can do it on your own. If you find a better way to do it, then you do it a different way. But if you're going to go through certain channels, you're going to have to follow the social norms. Active listening, speaking when spoken to, speaking clearly, not mumbling, not coming under the influence, you know, being on your A-game, dressing appropriately. These are the social norms. You walk in there and the ladies got on a dress and heels. Don't come in there in shorts and a baseball cap. You walk in there and the guys got on a freaking, got on some slacks, nice button up shirt, cufflinks or whatever, and a freaking watch, right? Clean haircut, glasses, sitting at a computer desk. You don't go in there in sweatpants right? Talking about what you did last weekend on the yard. Nobody cares. You go in there, you look the part, you speak appropriately, and you get things done. If you don't, it's just a train wreck in the making. You'd be surprised how many managers I speak with, you know, out there in the community, and they tell me about the way people present themselves. They already know, as soon as the person comes in the door, whether it's a yes or a no, just by how they walk in the door. And then when they open their mouth, it's a definite yes or a no. So they see the train come in. No brakes, you know, coming in with freaking flip-flops, right? Haven't washed their face in three days and smell like an old skunk on the side of the road, right? Train wreck, waiting to happen, just watching it. Let's take one more sip and we'll give you one more situation. And I think this next one is going to be a little more... Maybe uh let's see, in reach to a lot of people out there. Um, depending on what culture you're from, what social group you belong to, but um I believe this one probably would touch pretty much most people, should be able to relate to this situation. Let's take a sip. There you go. All right, now this last one here. This one might step on some toes, but it is what it is. Weed in the car, people smoking marijuana and driving on the roads. Now, this is something here in America that's pretty, pretty bad. Um, As we all know, marijuana makes people lose sight of time, judgment on the road, motor skills. Everything's a freaking joke to them. They laugh and giggle, right? And that's cool if somebody's sitting at home with their friends, right? The privacy of their home, doing what they do. But when you're out on the roads, you're affecting other people. You know, this is the same you could say with alcohol, somebody drinking at home, having a couple of drinks if they want to just get, what they say, pissy drunk or something like that. This is expression put in air quotes. Hey, they could do that. But when you get behind the wheel of a car and you're driving around other people, you're putting other people's lives at risk. But here with this um, little community that I live in, ECU near a college town, people like to ride around and smoke marijuana. Now, these sometimes are college kids, but most of the time it's just these people from these specific areas you know low ambition low goals and they like to do their drugs on the road i'm sure people out there doing cocaine other things out there getting on the road but it's not as obvious as freaking marijuana because the stuff they're smoking now you know it's called loud or whatever right and it stinks i'm talking it straight up stinks. smells like a skunk's been uh putting a meat grinder with its scent glands smeared on the grinder and then heated up to a temperature of 120 degrees so the funk just lifts and it just sticks to whatever it is. So when you're on the road at the stoplight, you got your windows down, you're breathing in some good air, all of a sudden there's a freaking skunk pulls up next to you. And here's the bad part about it. When they leave that light and get to the next light, they leave this just string of stench just string of stench, you know, invisible stench. that just stagnates and sits in the air. It doesn't blow away. This isn't something you can cover with perfume. This isn't something you can cover up with cologne. No bath. It stinks. They stink. The clothes stink. The body stinks. So when they get pulled over and they sit there and try to act like, oh, everything's cool, officer. No, everything is not cool. You not only polluted the whole freaking roadway, you're out here putting people's lives at risk. Now when I was younger, I partied a little bit, did stupid things. Was I one of these people in the car? No. But have I been in the car? Yeah. Um, this was back in the day. So like I said, I mean, hindsight 2020, you know, you look at things. So back then, yeah, I was probably one of these idiot people out here on the road. But for I don't know how many years, never been anything close to that. So that's a train wreck waiting to happen. You don't know how many times I'm driving along, doing a speed limit 45, and then you got somebody flying by you 60 in the 45, and then you just got this big stench, this big smell, and they're just weaving, bobbing and weaving in and out of cars, you know, almost hitting that one, almost hitting that one, and it's just like, it's train wreck waiting to happen. You're just waiting for them to kill themselves or kill somebody else, and it's only a matter of time. Yeah, it didn't happen, then they made it to the party, they made it to the movie. Ha ha, hee hee, everybody's laughing, they had a good time. But one of these days, they're not going to be so lucky. And see, here's the bad part about it. Now, while they're on the road and they're like, you know, maybe somebody right now might be saying, well, they're not hurting anybody. They're just driving around, you know, having fun. Okay, here's the thing. When they slam into your grandma, right? They slam into your grandma or your freaking little sister or little brother just got their license. And they're learning how to drive. And they pull up to the stop sign look both ways, and then pull out, and then some weed-smoking fool slams into them, right, leaving this big stench of funk, right, and then your little sibling or whatever goes flying through the freaking windshield. It's not so funny then, right, so here's the thing. There's train wrecks on the road. You see them coming, get out of the way. Best thing you could do, get out of the way. You could try to tell, like, if it's somebody you know, somebody close to you, say, hey, look, man, this is a train wreck waiting to happen. You're gonna have to do something about this. If you keep cheating on your wife, she's gonna leave you. Keep cheating on your husband, he's gonna leave you. Keep yelling at your your kids like that, DSS is gonna come in and take them away. I mean, there's just little things, so nobody should be surprised. If you've seen some guy haul off, pop his uh, old lady in the mouth, and then next thing you know, he's in jail, he should not be surprised. If some lady, you know, wants to get mad and angry and thinks she could just slap her husband every time he turns around or doesn't wash a dish. She can't be surprised if he leaves her for another woman. Nobody wants to be around that kind of abuse. If somebody's in college and they're not doing their uh, classes, you know, they're, they're up all night partying, playing freaking Mindscape or something like that, and they fail, can't say you didn't expect it. It's a train wreck waiting to happen. Everybody can see it. You know, but the conductor on there driving the train, you know, they think, oh, well, I'll be able to uh, pivot at the last moment. It's a freaking train. that's on a track and depending on depending on the velocity the speed at which this train is traveling you might get there quicker than you thought so we'll leave it at that we'll take a sip deep thoughts for the day it's one of those days you know just got to keep it easy as we're changing into the fall season i believe in a week or two maybe we'll be doing that whole fall forward uh fall back spring forward so the time excuse me We'll have some sort of time differential here. We'll be losing an hour because it gets darker earlier. But you all be safe. Love, life, and I will see you in the next one.